Greetings, welcome to my podcast. I'm Eric Backer, the naturopath from New Zealand and formulator of the Kanzita range of supplements. In each of my bite-sized episodes, you'll be getting practical tips that you can follow right away to improve your health and lifestyle. So go ahead and binge listen. out my video. Today we're going to talk about recognizing different kinds of candida patients. So these are going to be different sort of types of people that we see. I'm going to do a video on recognizing the female patient, recognizing the male patient, and recognizing the child patient. So this is recognizing the female candida patient. So this will be quite a handy video to have if you are a lady and you may suspect that you have a candida yeast infection. But it's also quite a good video for a practitioner, a naturopathic physician or a medical doctor to watch if he or she suspects that they may be dealing with someone who could have a potentially yeast infection. I'm going to read some information from my book, Candida Crusher, and I'll just add some commentary to that as well. So... How do you recognize if a patient has got a yeast infection? Uh, is a yeast infection just a vaginal problem with a woman, like some doctors tend to think? Well, it's actually a lot more than that. Candida can create a huge amount of disturbance in the body. So I've got a checklist here of different kinds of things that I want you to be aware of, and different things that you could, if you are a physician, to ask your patient, or if you are a patient, to try and get a feel for these types of bullet points I'm going to come up with. If you can mentally tick off a lot of these things, <clears throat> it doesn't mean to say that you definitely have got a yeast infection, but it means that there's a high probability that you've got one. And I particularly would like you to do my yeast infection quiz. If you go to yeastinfection.org, you can do the quiz. You can also see um, if you're a man um, or a female and you know go through that scenario on the quiz and just go through that checklist. That will really give you a good idea. The case history will tell you if you are dealing with a female who has a candida history or not. So I just spoke with a patient in the States who asked me an interesting question about how do you know if you got candida? Well, I said, well, knowing that you got candida, it's a little bit like uh, when a patient comes to me who's been sick for a long time, it, I sort of consider myself a bit of a detective. It's almost like one of those CSI kind of movies where I have to find out all the facts. I also like to know about uh, you know what's happening around the case, the circumstances. The history is very important for me to look at, just like with any kind of investigation. We're not doing a criminal investigation, we're doing a health investigation. So I like to know a lot about the person's past, what kind of job they had, what kind of foods they have been eating, what kind of uh, you know, living circumstances they've had, what kind of relationships they've had. These are all uh, will leave little telltale signs and vital clues. And as a policeman or a detective will tell you, most people end up getting busted on their own conviction. They all say stuff. And quite often they won't even know that they're, what they're saying could implicate them in that crime, or not in the crime, but in the disease. So that will actually give me the information I'm looking for. A woman who may have a history of taking the oral contraceptive pill, <clears throat> or a mature woman with a history of hormone replacement therapy, estrogen therapy like Primarin, so uh, the pills, these hormonal pills, can sometimes really drive candida up in the body. They can drive a vaginal yeast infection, particularly uh, in the body. So I'm very careful to ask those kinds of questions. Look for the woman with persistent vaginal thrush, especially if she has had a vaginal yeast infection treated with fluconazole. So has she had that when she was you know, younger, maybe, say, from 17, 18 up to about 25? Did she use 
any kind of medication for vaginal yeast infection? Was she using applicators to put creams in there to try and get rid of it? You know, did she cure the problem? Did it go away? But then it came back later in life. Very interesting. If there has been a history of recurrent antibiotic use before the onset of the digestive health problem, you can almost guarantee that this lady will have had a yeast infection to some degree. So people who've had uh, antibiotics, particularly years prior, and have had several rounds, and you can see that their health actually declining as a result of that, uh, usually I will straight up request a stool test for that patient to look at what their level of beneficial bacteria are like. And lo and behold, I will find often candida there in the stool culture and low level of beneficial bacteria. Any woman with annoying, irritating white discharge. So it could be bacterial vaginosis, but often it will be a candida yeast infection. A female who experiences painful sex or who avoids um, intimate relations because of pain or discomfort, you know, she should be checked out quite carefully for this condition. Suspect any woman with chronic polycystic ovarian syndrome or endometriosis. Uh, I mentioned in a previous video, a good doctor friend of mine uh, went to Canada years ago on an endometriosis conference, and she said that they spent two to three days speaking about eradicating vaginal yeast infections. So when a yeast infection becomes chronic and permanent, you know, uh, recurrent, and it gets suppressed by medication and then it comes back again, uh, there's often a, a potential there for that condition to go further in through the cervix into the womb and then create uh, the, the infection and the cyst development internally. So there are many different hypotheses on the development of endometriosis, but one that I firmly believe there is some link with uh, a bacterial or a yeast infection uh, that actually got into the womb there and created an immune response. Not all women, but many women with endometriosis have had uh, yeast infections. Look for the female who has a strong sweet or sugar craving. Careful questioning during the case taking will elicit this crucial information. Does she crave chocolate, sweets or breads, or maybe wine? So sweet cravings are sometimes a real red flag for uh, a yeast infection. They need to be very carefully investigated. Don't just look for a craving or strong desire for chocolate, bread, candy or sweets. Look for the desire to consume orange juice, soda or fizzy drinks, the dried fruits like dates, figs, sultanas or chewing gum, biscuits or a host of other foods that could be high in sugar. So a person who even wants a piece of bread recurrently could, could have yeast infection, especially if it's a strong craving or desire. I've recently discovered that uh, various kinds of yeasts affect receptor sites in the gut that can relay information to the brain and, and drive a desire for glucose or for sugar. So it can actually be a yeast creating that desire for the glucose on a physiological level. Look for the woman who eats many pieces uh, three, four or five pieces of fruit each day. Fruit has plenty of sugar in it, especially oranges, grapes and dried fruits, or bananas too can have a, a lot of sugar in them, especially very ripe bananas. Uh, women who love to drink wine, especially if there's a history of oral contraceptive pill or antibiotic use, this can also be a key indication. White wine especially, like Chardonnay or Pinot Noir, the, the, the red wine, are high in sugar. Women who love moldy foods like soft cheeses, like camembert and brie, and sweet foods or drinks. So a glass of wine with moldy cheese, uh, again, can be you know, an indication. Look for a woman who takes many kinds of dietary supplements, including probiotics, digestive enzymes, bowel products, detox products, cleansers. 
you know, person who goes to health food shops to natural people and they get all kinds of pills and potions to deal with all multiple kinds of problems, often there will be a yeast infection underpinning this problem. Look for a history of unresolved digestive problems, particularly if this has been of long duration involving many visits to naturopaths or doctors. So many people who see me come to me as a last resort. They say, I've been to 10 doctors, I've been to five naturopaths, two herbalists, two chiropractors, all sorts of people, and I'm still not right. Uh, stool test will sometimes really pick some interesting information with this patient. Women whose partners suffer from yeast infections like jock itch, the problem can get passed from the male to the female and from the female back to the male. So, uh, or, you know, in same-sex relationships, this can happen quite commonly too. Ladies with toenail fungus suspect digestive yeast-related problems as well, especially if localised toenail problems of long duration, wearing stockings, for example, all the time, or shoes. I've seen this condition a lot with people who work on airplanes. You know, uh, the flight attendants can have this condition quite a lot. We have pantyhose, for example, or office workers, um, again, occupational you know, again, having drinks after work and long hours of wearing uh, clothing high in nylon can predispose you to this problem. Poor motivation, depression or anxiety, or any of the many different disorders that may develop in women um, without a firm diagnosis for candida. So it's important for me to understand not just the physical uh, problems that the patient has, but also any uh, mood issues that may be going on. People who've been sick for a long time often develop anxiety or stress, and if it's long enough, they may get depressed because they've been told that they're crazy, um, that they in fact need to see a psychiatrist because it's all in their head. It may be all in their head. They could actually have circulating um, you know, garbage or, or, or bits of candida antibodies floating in their head. So it may be in their head. So I hope this video gives you a bit of an insight into um, you know, the different potential uh, presentations of a female with the yeast infection. You need to think outside the square. Women with yeast infections don't just have vaginal problems. They can have digestive problems. They can have joint pain. They can have mood disorders. They can have many different problems going on. They may have one or all of the above. So if you put on your thinking cap and, and think outside the square, look at their case history, there could well be an issue there. And if in doubt, do some testing that might further confirm you know, what you're looking for. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe. And please don't forget to do my yeast infection quiz. And also check out my canzida.com uh, uh, channel uh, or website really to understand the kind of products that I make. I make a canzida cream now, uh, very specific for men and for women with all kinds of problems. Uh, of course, the, I make the canzida remove and the canzida restore. So check it out. I'll catch up with you in the next video. I'm going to do a video now on men and yeast infections, different things to look out for. Thanks for tuning in.